0: Hey, welcome back to Pitching Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve.
1: Hey, how's it going, hockey
0: fans? And you know us. We're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks at a head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. We mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Steve, to start off today's podcast, we kind of wanted to go over what we thought of the West real quick for anyone that didn't hear the previous podcast and then discuss the other divisions and how we think they're going to pan out. Yeah. So we we talked about
1: who we thought was going to, you know, who was going to be the four teams going forward in the the West to make it into the playoffs and gave some of our perspectives. So just quickly recapping, I had the Avs, Knights, Blues and Coyotes. And you rolled with the same three except for picking the Minnesota Wild as a dark horse. Yep. Um, yeah. So, you know, we gave our explanations in the last one. And that one's going to be interestingly played out over the course of this season. Uh, which, you know, n- next, you know, we'll actually, you know, we'll switch this one up just a little bit, I think. Because this is going to play into it. So for people that don't know, they announced the regular season schedule and games are going to be played in bunches. Which makes
0: sense with the way the world's been.
1: Yeah, no, it does. This is exactly you know, what's cool is if a team now you can literally take take a guy's number if it's a close game and not necessarily tag him at, you know, in this game if it's really close, right? If it's a two one game, a guy throws you a little elbow or gives you a little spear, you don't necessarily have to catch him this game and catch them in, you know, know, a night or two nights from then. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun that way for the rivalries, right? So
0: Yeah, it'll uh, be great. It'll build that animosity that we love seeing in hockey.
1: Yeah, and uh, just so you know, uh, the opener, you know, it's in the North Division, which we'll talk about. Well, we're talking about the West, so we'll talk about them. In the West, on the Wednesday, you have the Avalanche versus the Blues kicking it off, and then the... What the heck? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, it does. Avalanche versus Blues. Never mind. I was just reading. I'm having a special goalie moment. Is the the only game being played on on the 13th in the West. The next one I think we want to analyze is North, and we're kicking it off with Edmonton versus Vancouver, Montreal versus Toronto. So that's the North kickoff with the Canadian teams. So let's go into their ranking, my friend. Out of the All Canadian right, let's the North, just... let's
0: go to the small division. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But one less team. There who, you do, go. who do you have ranked to make the playoffs and in what order?
0: Uh, so, do you want me to go one through four or four to one? Go through. Go one through four. All right. Uh, the number one team out of the North for me is Montreal. Number two is Toronto. Number three is Calgary. And number four is Edmonton.
1: Interesting. So. Yeah. I went number one is going to be Calgary, two is going to be the Leafs, three is going to be the Canadians, and four is going to be the Jets. So, so we
0: both we we've done it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're 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 not giving the Jets any love here. So what's so what's the reason for
0: your... I have the Jets finishing at the bottom of this division. Really? With yeah, I that? have them finishing below Ottawa. Just put that in perspective. Wow. Well that's a bold I think that's a little too bold for my liking. Hey, I'm all about being bold. It isn't anything against the Jets. It's the the division, man. Like, this is going to be a tough division to play in. And I think people are going to underestimate teams like Ottawa, who I don't pick Ottawa to make the playoffs. But they're not going to be a pushover. And I I think with – I don't believe in the Jets right now. I don't. I, I believe in Hellebuck, but that isn't enough. Um If you look at okay, now let me go back into cap friendly here, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I want to look at this. Goal goaltending is their strong suit. I give them that.
1: And they don't listen. I
0: think honestly, in a few podcasts ago, I thought that this would be a legitimate contender, and then I really started looking at them, and I just something about this team this year gives me the vibe that they're just not going to perform. Hopefully, I'm wrong for Jets fans, but you know, I'm not an expert. I I make sure that's known right in the beginning, and I look at the. You know, Hallibuck is really, really the name on this team that's gonna. I mean, I mean, we're talking about the Vezina winning trophy from last year, right here. He's the player that won the Vesna, and you can't knock him out. And then their backup, I I knew very little about him. I had to look him up. Not terrible, decent enough goalie. If Halibuck gets hurt, say his last name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn, I don't say names. I can't. Pr- okay, I'm gonna go with Brossoy. <laughs>
1: Uh, so he's, he's, so he's got a Where's well, he's got a voice from, I think, I believe he's from Surrey, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Surrey, BC, um, you know, six, three, you know, he had a good season, you know.
0: Right. Had, yeah. It, I mean, if it, you it, look it, at it, how he's, he yeah, performed he's, last season, he played yeah. 19 games um, yeah. and his, his save percentage wasn't fantastic. He overall, he's not a, bad goalie i just think that if halibut gets hurt unless he has a bennington moment i don't i don't see it happening for this team i also feel like there's some
1: well no the ben, the bennington is just like that's a one-off and like i said you know we'll get to the blues analysis you know we already did go over the blues analysis and their goaltending um you know the the, the only way i see the when the jets missing is if their goaltending is just lackluster Because the one thing with the Jets is they've had a pretty consistent team, you know, that's been together for a long period of time. And that seems to, you know, really, you know, drive a lot of other teams. Right. So that are, you know, finally coming through. There's a reason why the Capitals just keep chugging along. They don't make a lot. They haven't made a lot of huge roster moves. Right. Just subtle things that course been together for quite some time. So with them, you know, their core's been together, and they're bringing back Stastny to line up with with line A. So, you know, I I have them making the playoffs. Um, you know, like I said, if any starting goalie, if if if, if you know, heaven forbid, you know, um, you know the uh, you know Carey Price had an injury again. Well, then the Habs are going to be in some trouble, right? Um, right. So. Cool.
0: What's hockey but, without full predictions? And I mean, there's going to be good hey, predictions. Good, bad predictions. Good, good, and good. I need to make that they, prediction. I, just, yeah, I no, think they on. finish bottom of the division.
1: No, I don't. I don't see them going. You know, anywhere near there. I've still got Ottawa. Like I have Edmonton missing the playoffs, and before every Oilers fan out there goes and you know tosses a huge fit. Um, you do have two of the best players in the world right now on your team. It's just your goaltending. You know, that's your biggest issue. And you guys were bounced pretty easy by a Chicago team, right? They just walked all over you guys. Um, you got a shortened season, so, you know, offensively, you guys can push and, you know, possibly make it. Like the, the issue with this is that number four team, you know, even the third spot is going to be interesting because any team can crack through. And the I Vancouver I- Canucks are highly talented, too. Like, they were really pushing, Right. Right. Uh, You know, well, that's why I
0: think Edmonton's goaltending hurts them in this situation, but I still think the team is good enough to really overcome. And I think they will be the team that just squeezes into the playoffs in this division. Again, these things could flip flop all over the place. The thing is, I don't have the senators Canucks and jets ranked super low. I just have them being ranked out. And and honestly, I have them ranked out even, I mean, I ranked it based off this season. So None of them are near the bottom like the the Cali teams, but yeah, I just, this is going to be a tough division to play in. Like you said, several podcasts, this is going to be a very tough division to play in. It's going to be a very strong division, and I I don't see, and who knows, maybe I'm wrong, but with the whole Liney situation and then bringing back Statsny, is that going to be good enough? I don't know right now, and again, I could absolutely be wrong here. I don't know if this team has the heart to compete in this division.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's a, it's, it's you know,
0: this is a you're... division with the Canadians, the Leafs, and the Flames, man, and and right now the new and improved Ottawa Senators, yeah. So the animosity should build up there uh, in the Great White right North even more so than uh, down here. Yeah, I really
1: think the first ten games of the season, because it's shortened season, are really going to define how this this
0: season plays out. Right. So, yeah. uh, As of January third, training camp opens for the remaining twenty four teams. January 13th is the regular season. April 12th is the trade deadline this year at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. May 8th is the last day of the regular season. May 11th, the Stanley Cup playoffs begin. July 9th is the last possible day of a Stanley Cup final. So we could be playing, you know, Stanley Cup final on Independence Day here in the States. Uh, July 17th is the deadline for the protection list for the expansion draft, because that's happening this year, y'all. July 21st, the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. July 23rd, round one of the NHL draft. July 24th, the other six rounds. And then free agency begins July 28th, so about four weeks behind.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be, like I guess this is going to be an intense year, and they're looking to get the NHL season started again on time with this timeline, you know, for, you know, September, October to get rolling back into normalcy. Hopefully most of us are vaccinated by then. And we can get back into the control. So shifting gears, yes. another tough, 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 tough division. <laughs> We've got yes. the Bruins, Sabres, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers,
0: Penguins, and Capitals. <laughs>
1: How did you have your four ranked?
0: All right. So this, I'm going to put a little, this is the one division where I had to put a little star on it. Specifically because there's one team that I'm not ranking for the playoffs as they currently stand with their goaltending situation. That could change depending on who the Washington Capitals sign, but right now I have the Capitals missing the playoffs with their current roster. I think they need to shore up their the goaltending. I, if Samsonov gets hurt, they I can't see this team winning in this division without a, without another solid goalie like Lundquist. So depending on who they sign, in my opinion, they would bump out Pittsburgh. But right now I have the fourth-ranked team in the division making the playoffs as Pittsburgh – Number 3 is Buffalo, number 2 is the Islanders, and number 1 is Boston. Interesting, so
1: repeat these again. So go number yep. 1 down. You got Boston. Who do you got number 2? Boston, the Islanders,
0: the Sabres, and the Penguins. Wow. Yeah, interesting. interesting. And the Penguins in my opinion don't make it if the Capitals sign a decent tandem for the net. So right now I have the Washington Capitals actually ranked 7th with it just being Samsonov. Okay, Um, my number one. They're they're strong. They got a strong team, but I just think you got to shore up to goaltending or this team's not going to be able to compete against this division.
1: Yeah, I still have the Philadelphia Flyers coming out on top in this division. Um, (laughs) They were they were a handful for everybody. Uh, Hart was looking really solid in the playoffs, his first playoff appearance. So I have the Flyers still coming out, number one. Number two, I actually had the Washington Capitals still coming out because of their you know that core roster that they have put together. Yeah. Um, you know, shortened season um, as long as the doesn't do something stupid. And I have a feeling. You know, I'm going off of the instinct that they're going to sign a goaltender like a Craig Anderson.
0: See, I'm going off of the information I have. I instinctually, yeah. this team for me, the Capitals would make the playoffs. But I, I, I don't know who they're signing, so I'm not making that. I'd like to revisit this once things pan out. But right now, I have them as seventh.
1: Yeah, so I have the Capitals as two, third is the Boston Bruins, and then four is the New York Islanders. And, you know, the team, like the Rangers, if you look at that young roster, the young goalies, left the air coming on up. I see teams like the Rangers giving the Penguins a really, really hard time. Uh, the Sabres... Goaltending is the issue, so once they pull
0: something on off here, to really secure a goal-tender. Here's the thing. like I ranked our goaltending super low, and when we go over goalie tandems, you won't be surprised by where I place them. But I also know that currently both of these goalies only have a year left on the contract. All Mark got his one-year deal. Hutton is in the last year of his contract. I think this could be a – I'm hoping – on a surprise out of the Buffalo Sabres goaltending. You listen to all the radio hosts and everything in Buffalo, everyone says the same thing we're saying. Goaltending is our what if. I think our we're offensively and defensively structured extremely well. But man, does that goaltending really hurt us? And I just I'm this is one of those scenarios where I'm thinking, okay, the shortened season, playing for contracts. The Buffalo goaltending duo I'm right now currently banking on at least showing up enough to keep us competitive but when we talk about playoffs i don't think you'll be surprised there either but i have them making the playoffs for the first time in 11 years
1: um van Re- van reamsdyke you know i think he had some injuries going on last year but okay goaltending wise hart showed that he is a true number one goaltender elliot back him
0: definitely showed that in the playoffs but am i going to be able to see that out of him out of the regular season again
1: yeah, but you you you, you remember this isn't not as just a sophomore year, right? This is what yeah. year the three firm. Yeah. This so is two, yeah, yeah. So he, the Flyers, I believe, were the number one ranked team going into the playoffs. Like they had the most wins. They were on fire that team, and they were hard. They were hard to beat, right? So goaltending wise, they're set. They're defensively pretty sound. You know, they haven't really made you know many moves. But then you know, Provorov, he was he's an offensive threat. Goss despair is almost you know um, Keith Yandel like can make some mistakes you know with defensively but offensively can still pitch in, you know pitch in and make a difference you know Braun was looking good Myers was looking good so that's still stable and then it's just their their top players that have been around for so long playing playing together right um, I think it was wasn't it connecting that got injured last year. And that one I think they felt. Let me go down to the bottom to see what their IR is. Uh, yeah, Nolan
0: Patrick, that one still really hurts.
1: I don't yeah, it's gonna going be to be one of
0: my bold negative ones. I just don't think they're going to be that good. I think they're going to be near the bottom of the league. Hey, I could be wrong, Philly fans. I'm not an expert, but
1: yeah, I just I, don't.
0: I... See, I don't see this team being as good as everyone says they're going to be. Yeah, no, and I just going off the last two seasons with this team playing together,
1: I think they're going to be still that good. Assuming everything's still going on with Tuka Rask, we haven't heard anything else different, right? It sounds like he's reporting. yeah,
0: again, that's why I'm basing off of what I know because if yeah. Tuka's on this team, that makes Boston a legit like they're my number, you know one in this division. and I hate saying that. but they're my number one in this division. without Tuka, that that drastically changes. And hey, have we heard anything about Chara is he in? Is he retired? Um not sure yet. They haven't really said. I'd love to get him on Buffalo for a season.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't, I think he's the type of player that's just going to retire with his team, right? I don't think yeah. you're going to see him jump anywhere else unless it was, you know, a team that he really thinks can go get a cup, right? That's absolutely well, yeah. going to get a cup and he wants to jump over. But Boston still has a legit shot at it. They still got heard be in a shortened season. I, think I will change
0: my rankings as these teams unfold. Um yeah. again, maybe people can convince me that Philly is going to be the same Philly we've seen over the last couple of seasons. I'm not seeing it. And again, I just, and yeah, I'm telling you, this is going to be a fun division. You look at this division. Of course, two of my teams are in this division, so that's exciting. I mean, the Capitals and the Sabres. It's going to be a fun division. You've got Gritty and the Flyers, and then you've got the Capitals just being the Capitals. The Devils, man, they're a young, interesting team. And they'll be fun to watch. The Rangers, that'll be a super fun team to watch. And then again, you got the Penguins, Sabers, Isles, and Bruins. It's just it's gonna be a. This is gonna be a. I think these teams are very even. A bulk of these teams are very evenly matched. And in my rankings, they're all super close. But it'll be interesting to watch either way.
1: Uh, what's interesting, though, you brought the Devils. I don't have too much faith in them, but. Um... What's fascinating I think they're, is... No,
0: I think they're going to be... I don't think they're making the playoffs. I have them ranked sixth. And honestly, if Washington shores up their goaltending situation, for me, they fall to seventh. But yeah, I still no, think I mean, they're a young, yeah, exciting team. I, I don't know, love watching Jack Hughes.
1: Yeah, no, they've got some good young players on there. But what I'm pointing out is my biggest interesting point is that Kovalchuk is still in the books until 24-25 and he's headed back to the KHL. After a very short stint back yeah, in the KHL. Yeah, he's guard now, Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I think that's probably the last we're going to see of Kovalchuk. Um, Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, so... His um, mistake
0: was leaving the National Hockey League.
1: Yeah, in the first place to run. Yeah, so so the East is going to be really interesting. Now let's shift on over to the last one we have to talk about because we covered the West in our first podcast regarding this topic, is the Central. And we've got the Kings, the Hawks, Jackets, Stars, Wings, Panthers, Predators, and Lightning. And just so people know, Kucherov is out for the entire regular season.
0: That, Nashville made some signings today, so I might have to adjust my stuff here, but I have, I don't know, Steve, how many, you tell me you're one through four, the teams you think right now are going to make the playoffs.
1: Okay, so I still have Tampa's number one. They still have a ton of depth. They still got a really world-class goaltender. I don't, if something again happens to the starter, I don't think they have enough at that point. They're going to be hurting, but they've got a solid defensive core, you know, um, they've got so much depth in offense. And now that if Kucherov is out for the entire regular season, they can now, they are got cap relief, they could actually go sign another player. And there's still no word on Stamkos if he's going to be ready for the season or not or what's going on with him. But I still have Tampa, number one. I have those hurricanes really fun young exciting team again question mark for them is goaltending they just need to upgrade that position they, they need to go get a legit number one and then they would be lethal um i've got the stars as number three and then the blue jackets is number four
0: okay i mean i'm not really super surprised by your decisions here uh, i got three of the same four teams in my top But again, me and you didn't agree on the whole division. But I do have Carolina just being fifth in this division. I have them just missing out. Again, I'm not really confident in their goaltender, truthfully, even their defense. And their offense isn't bad. I think their offense is not bad. I just don't know what this—I don't know. This team could be young and fun to watch. But I just think they'll miss out in this division because this division, I think, has some of the strongest teams in the National Hockey League. So I have number one is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Number two is Tampa Bay. Number three is the Dallas Stars, so there you go. It's we're combined right there. But here's where I have the number four, Florida Panthers. Really? Yeah, I think the if the Panthers can put it together this year. They weren't bad last year. They made the playoffs. I think they did pretty well in the off season. In a way, I mean, they did lose Dandenov, so that hurt. Uh, but I think their goaltending, if Barosky's in full form, as well as oh, who's their backup? It's a is it Drager?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. this That's a hell of a backup. I, I decided to look into him because I really didn't recognize him. Damn, he's good. Um, So it, that really kind of improved my my view of the Florida Panthers, You're just kind of looking over their roster and such. And, and I have, the, again, the Carolina just missing out. And then Detroit, Nashville, and Chicago. I think no shockers there. Yeah. Nashville, well, I mean, Nashville's making some moves right now, so I'm going to probably have to reassess that.
1: Oh, yeah. The the Predators went inside Holla, so they've got some... They added some more speed because Halla was a surprising addition on over to the Carolina Hurricanes, right? He,
0: yeah, no, he's know, a fantastic player. So I think he'll, uh, I want to see how again. I'm going to look at their roster now that things have moved. And didn't they resign Granlin?
1: Well, they've got so okay, so let's take a look. They've got so they still
0: didn't yeah, they do Shane, re- they signed Michael Granlin yesterday,
1: yeah. So Granlin's back. The Predators have a decent team, you know, they've always been set on defense. Saros was a really really good goaltender. Rene's, you know, past his prime there now. Yeah, this is a team they just underperformed, you know, offensively, right? Like that was their biggest issue.
0: Their so, window to win a cup is passed.
1: Yeah, so but they can still possibly crack like this is the problem again with number four. Like I the Jackets again another core team that's been together right so i think the teams that we're picking to miss pretty easily you know the red wings and the blackhawks you know i know blackhawks fans are going to laugh and curse us on out on this but their goaltending sucks it sucks compared to the other goaltending teams in the league yeah yeah it's it's going to be weird it's going to be say we're going to see a whole slew of new rivalries come out of this which is awesome um you know, and I will put up with the Canadian division for one year. of yeah. this, I do not want to see this thing again. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next, you know, next couple of weeks of all the hockey stuff pouring in. So. Um,
0: oh yeah, women's hockey on NBC. I'm stoked for all of this, man. This is going to be a blast.
1: Yeah. All right, hockey fans. Another, uh, like Chris said, please reach out to us because, especially on these topics with the NHL, feel free to agree, crap on us, throw in your opinions. If you're gonna crap on us, please give give opinions as to why you think we're wrong. Yeah, I've uh, had
0: plenty of people tune in as to like, oh, I disagree with this. So I'm like, okay, then what would you say? And then they don't respond. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So You yeah, can crap on my opinion, but if you don't produce one of your own, your your arguments invalid.
1: <laughs> yes, give us something. That's what I always say I like a good I like a good debate. So anyway, hockey fans, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and and yeah. and will watch. Yeah, and please, you know say stuff about the, you know, upcoming, you know, games that are going to be going on. You know, feel free to yeah, light us up on. Yeah, you're playing
0: in any of them. We'd like yeah. to hear from you. Yeah, exactly. It. So, all right, yeah. Thank you again, fans. This is Pigeon Hockey, Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And we'll catch you next time.